Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, November the 11th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is armistice, which means a temporary stopping of an open act of warfare by agreement between the opponents, a truce, armistice. I hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday end of the work week, of course, is near and dear to our hearts. Weather here in North Carolina is looking pretty good. Can't complain. Our temperatures are pretty warm. I think they say we're going to get up in the 60s or 70s, but we are expecting some rain. Then temperatures are going to drop back down. No surprise there, folks. No surprise at all. Uh, Like I said, today is November the 11th, Veterans Day. And I want to thank all of those that have have served before, while I was serving, and and after. Just thank you. Uh, A lot of times in this this world we live in, we don't understand, or, or this country we live in, we don't fully understand, and more importantly, appreciate, just appreciate those that served. Uh, it certainly is a, a, a self, selfless act, if I could say that, to serve in the, in the United States military. Any branch doesn't matter. Uh, a lot of people can't do it. Not bragging or, or being arrogant or facetious or whatever, what have you. A lot of people can't serve in the military. Military is not meant for everyone. It just isn't. You know, many times, multiple times I, I, I served and, and I can remember... Um, a lot, of, a lot of guys, when they got there, they, they just realized that, hey, this this is just not for me. This is not my bag. This is not my cup of tea. So they got out. Um, <laughs> surprise, well, the, most of them got out with, a, uh, I guess you would call it an other than honorable discharge. A lot of people, uh, those that didn't want to be in, figured out a way to get out, which was to go UA for a certain amount of days. Uh, what, 30 days? Then your AWOL come back. Stand before the man and get your punishment and adios, you're out of here. A lot of people took that route. Hey, like I said, military is not for everyone. It is indeed a selfless act. You, you, there's no uh, <laughs> there's no arrogance. And it's certainly, <laughs> if you ever served in the military, you know there's really not that much gain. <laughs> uh, and and, and, uh, and, and compare and contrast with what's out here in the real world right now. Or the real world versus the military. The military, uh, there, there's no great gain. I mean, it's a, it's just a selfless act. You, you have to want to do it, you, and you have to understand that what you're doing is for the greater good. So if you're selfish and, and you go in the military, you ain't gonna make it. <laughs> you're just not. You're just not. But anyway, I, I just wanted to, to thank those that have served, and and also, uh, I I, I want to talk a little bit this morning, and since it is Veterans Day, of course. Uh, about our, our veterans and, and and the mental health side of being a veteran. Mental health, uh, that means, you know, your, your, your suicide, your um, post-traumatic stress disorder, your depression, your brain, what they call the uh, brain injury that, that, that we're now he- hearing about more than ever, ever. Just wanted to talk this morning about that because... Uh, while I was doing research, and, and, and I've often times discovered, and, and I know, um, 
a lot of more often than not, our, our veterans aren't treated fairly. We're re- they're really forgotten about. You go do your bid, do your time or whatever, come out. Oh well, thank you for your service. That's that. Rejoin the real world. Get in where you fit in. And, and that's true. It just is. Sad to say. All the sacrifice that is made, all the, the countless time, hours, years that is spent sacrificing, putting others first before you, and then you return and and the gratitude or or the the thankfulness is is if it's not there, it's limited, it's minuscule. And and in my opinion, that's a crime shame. Because like I said, a lot of a lot of people out here in the real world, yeah, can cut it in the military. It, it, for me personally, when, when I first joined, I joined when I was 18 years of age, first of all. So I was I was a kid fresh out of high school. And I can remember the the, the adjustment from civilian life to military life at 18 years of age. It it, it took some getting used to, let me just say that, if I if I can. It takes some getting used to when you first enter into the United States military, whatever branch you're in. Because it's, it's a strict discipline. And it's a strict discipline and an adherence to uh to to the military and, and its way of life and its functioning. You have to adhere to that in order for things to go off successful. And more importantly, what I found out in, in my uh young tenure was that that attention to de- detail mon- mantra that they went by, that wasn't just something, you know, in boot camp to keep you, you know, keep you uh, straight and narrow. It was more or less to, to keep you alive when you, what they call when you get out in the fleet. Because if you're not paying attention to what you're doing, you go out there in the fleet and you screw up, you've cost the military some money, and you quite possibly could have cost someone their life or your life. So I learned quickly in boot camp, and, and and that followed me throughout my four years in the military. Attention to detail. Be very aware of what you're doing, what's going on around you. It, it just is. But back to um, it, back to the the, the this uh, mental health as it relates to our veterans, because what we're finding now of those returning from Afghanistan and Iraq. Wow. Yeah. Well, they just, you know, the war, the 20 year war just ended back here at the end of the summer. And of course, they had some preliminary numbers, but they really haven't came out with them. Those returning from this 20 year war in Afghanistan, these numbers of depression, the suicide rate, the post-traumatic stress syndrome, the traumatic brain injury, suicide, like I said, all of these numbers are going to be high. Who knows the hell these men and women went through in Afghanistan? They're going to need our, our help. The, the, the mantra of "Oh well, they're military, whatever." The vets, the vet, VA can take care of them. No, it's going to take the. It's going to take everyone, not just the VA. It's going to take everyone to to help these men and women to uh, continue on with life, not just get back into the civilian world, but just continue on with life. You know, when when a few years ago I was. Uh, Man, I was at a gas station, pumping gas, getting ready to go to work on my third shift job. 
doing security. And I'm standing there pumping gas, and a guy, you know, he was pumping gas on the. And we somehow, some way, we struck up a conversation. Might have been talking about the gas prices years ago, back then, like they are now. Somehow, or another, we struck up a conversation. And I found that he was a, a a marine, a former marine. He was a veteran of the Iraq War. And you know, we got we got to talking, and man, uh, what he told me in that brief encounter shook me, just to say the least said he, he had he had uh and, and it's a it's it's a ever familiar story with uh veterans and that goes for any war even vietnam korean world war one two whatever what have you it's a ever uh it's a it's a familiar story you know he told me that he had been to boot camp with this guy he knew boot camp a school that's like your training for your job or mos however you say it or your rate your rate your rate your rank your rate, I'm sorry, your rate or your MOS, however you say it, your job in the military and, and him and the guy, they had went to boot camp uh, to training and they ended up at the same command and then they got shipped off to uh, the Iraq war. And he said that they were sitting, uh, I guess you would call it a foxhole. I'm not sure what they would call it in Iraq. because, I, Well, maybe they would call it a foxhole. But the, him and the guy were sitting in the foxhole one day and they were just sitting there talking and all of a sudden, boom. It got dark. His hearing was off. Vision blurred from the smoke and sand and everything. And we said when the dust settled, he looked over and saw this guy that he had been through, uh, man, through his whole short military career, brief military career, limbs blown completely off. Literally. Not a movie. Real life. So that's the trauma that veterans in, in, in this, uh, war are going through and I know that many other veterans will say the same thing about the wars they've been through but that's the trauma that we're going to have to deal with today we're going to have to you know I don't care how you put it how you say it how you feel about it how you feel about the war uh, you, you, you can call them baby killers or, or whatever or what have you or henchmen but these men and women are coming back to our society we can't turn a blind eye and a deaf ear like we did with previous wars because we all know the effects of that. The homelessness, the suicide, the mental depression, the the, the, the broken marriages, kids without fathers, the, the men and, and women or the men at that time uh, just wandering around literally because their minds was mess, or were messed up and they didn't receive the type of mental care they needed when they returned because Hey, wasn't enough money allocated to the VA. So the VA said, hey, we can only do but so much. And that's another thing. That's a, that's a huge problem, too. Uh, we often hear these politicians when they're running on, on their little campaign platform, they pledge, I'm going to give more money to the, the veteran affairs. And, of course, when they get elected, you see, you're looking, they're looking for the money and you're looking to see if they're giving them the money. No, they haven't. It was just a, a, a little political ploy to get elected, to get votes. That has to stop also. we hear, I hear so much about mental health, mental health. We also need to focus in and horn in on the mental health of our veterans that are returning from these wars. This is going to be a huge problem. And I think it needs to be addressed. And I think it needs to be addressed fast. And it doesn't need to be ignored, like I said, with the previous wars. Because we, we all know when those vets returned from the Korean War, more, you know, that's the one I can most relate with because uh, I grew up 
and 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 hey, as a kid, I would see these you know these guys from the Vietnam and Korean War, and I saw how they they were treated. And 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 we can't just turn a blind eye and just let them loose on society and say screw it. If they're homeless, they're homeless. That's their fault. That's their decision. A lot of this, they don't have a decision. Their minds have been totally turned around because of what they've seen and experienced in a war, in a battle. Just carnage. So you can't turn a blind eye. We just can't. It's going to take all hands on deck. It's going to it's going to require everyone to get involved. A lot of you have family members that are, have returned from uh, uh, Iraq or Afghanistan. Now, many may be saying, well, I don't know how to approach him or her. That, that's understandable. That is. But there are many uh, resources out there that can help him. You know, guide him in that direction. You know, it's 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 not going to be an easy task. Not by a long shot. Like, like I said, with these guys returning from Afghanistan, Afghanistan alone, who knows what they see? Who knows what they say? Hell, we saw what they experienced on their way out, up out of there. We saw that. Saw that when, when the Taliban came back. Imagine having to deal with that for however many years you're deployed there. Uh, it's a 20, 20 year war. 20 years of carnage and chaos and calamity and just straight war. You can't, it, it, it's not a TV movie. You can't turn the TV off and it's over and everything's back to normal. Nope. This is real life. So part of this push, we're, we're saying check on mental health of, of those around you. You need to include the veterans also. You, you really need to include the veterans strongly because their mental health is all. I can tell you that. I, I Once again, I also experienced that also. I, I go to the VA for my, my my medical care and I'm sitting in the wait room and this was the, year, the waiting room and this was years ago. This was back um, <clears throat> when Iraq, <laughs> when the war in Iraq was the, the fate. And I'm sitting, we're all sitting, you know, I'm in the waiting room with some more older vets, of course. And I'm sitting beside this guy and we're all, where well, we're looking at the TV and we're talking about what's on the TV, laughing and joking or whatever. And there was a guy sitting beside me and I, I kind of noticed that he wasn't saying anything and he had this look on his face and it was kind of like, and then he was like kind of mumbling under his breath. So when I finally tuned in and horned in on what was, what was going on, I look and and I could tell he, he, he had been through something, but yeah, he had been through something, but the thing that really caught me and, and just shook my brain was the fact that this guy was a kid I can look and tell that he he, he wasn't he, he was a kid you can tell a kid from an adult you just can't I don't care I know a lot of people say a lot of adults look young now this guy was he was a kid you could tell and you could tell he, he had been severely traumatized by the war Iraq because I did have a brief conversation with him and he told me he had been to Iraq and, and of course, you know, he was there at the VA for whatever. I'm not going to dive into that. But yeah, the trauma for an 18 year old, fresh out of high school, first time around uh, away from home, and he's dropped in the middle of a complete and utter war zone. I'm again, just dropped right in there. Imagine the mental offset of that. 
if I can say that. Imagine that mental, that, that mind, 18 years old, first time away from home, you dropped in the middle of Armageddon, a war zone, all out war. There's no uh, uh, capturing posts and planting your flag. It's straight go out and start blasting. Imagine that at 18 years of age, 18 or 19 years of age or 20 or 21 or whatever, what have you. Imagine that. So when I say that, that there needs to be, there's going to have to be a huge push and, 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 and sometimes we're going to have to pick up and, and help these vets out. Yeah, we are. You know, there was a report out in 2020 that said uh, 11% of vets had reported elevated rates of depression versus 12.8 of non-veterans. And as far as anxiety goes, they were saying there was 9.9% of vets reported elevated levels of anxiety versus 12.3 of non-veterans. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, that, that ain't so bad. Think again, you, you got to remember here, if you're saying, hey, it ain't so bad, it looks like the, the, the we're experiencing more as civilians as opposed to uh, those veterans. Don't look at the quantity. Look at the quality. These people were in a war. Bombs, guns going off, rockets, planes, helicopters flying over, dropping bombs, things, crap is shooting past you at however many miles per hour right past your ear and you're realizing you, that was a bullet or, or an RPG imagine that so yeah those numbers may appear to be low but you gotta look at the quantity the quality of what they had to experience not the quantity look at the quality a lot of you out here that are saying well you know you're depressed or whatever and i'm not taking away from that you were just you're just you're i'm not going to say you're just having problems you're having problems dealing with day-to-day life rightfully so you deserve that you've earned that but their a veteran's day-to-day life is totally different from a civilian's it just is. So in that aspect, if you're saying the numbers are, are, are low or, or it's really not that bad, think again. Just sit and think about it. Now, there also was a study. They went back to compare. Uh, this is what I go back to the Vietnam War. They, they compared the Vietnam vets and compared them with those of the World War II and the Korean War. And they found that those Vietnam vets were found twice as likely to have elevated rates of depression. Depression, PTSD, all of that. Now, they're saying that anxiety is linked to PTSD because the the vets, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, the vets began to uh, think or notice that their personalities have changed or they aren't thinking normally and then comes that suicide risk and behavior. 41% of about 1.7 million vets are or may be experiencing bouts of depression. That's another huge thing. Get down on yourself. Now, what there's what they've narrowed it down to is they're saying is there are three types of mental health barriers for uh, veterans. PTSD, of course, depression, and that traumatic brain injury. Now, that traumatic brain injury, they're linking that directly to this Afghanistan and the Iraq war. The trauma, like I said, when I told you the story of that guy at that gas pump that told me he was he went to, through boot camp and a school with this guy, and all of a sudden they're sitting there having one of their conversations, their daily conversations, and then boom, he's gone. Looks over, all they see is body parts everywhere. 
that's where this TBI or traumatic brain injury is coming from. I don't mean to uh, uh, put a damper on the day, but these are things that need to be addressed. Can we, we can't we should we should learn from our previous experience with wars, Vietnam, Korean, World War One and two, but more importantly that that Vietnam and Korean War. We should learn from that. And, and we saw how those vets were treated and how the, what the outcome was. We can't just turn a blind eye. Can't have these politicians standing up there saying, yeah, we're going to give you this and do this and do that. Hold them accountable. Show up on the doorsteps. Because the, the, the time of just using these military personnel for your own personal gain in your own personal whims and in your own personal pissing contests need to stop. If you're going to send them to war and then return them to society, you need to be there right by their side once again to help them out. They aren't machines. They're human beings. They're human beings with families. Imagine someone having to come back to their kids and wife or come back to their kids and husband after they've been through that and try to uh, conform or, or, or reassert their self in society with no help no help for those from those that sent them there like I said I'm not trying to put a damper on Veterans Day but hey these are the things we need to really and truthfully address I jokingly tell people all the time if you're feeling down and out and you're feeling your world is upside down and inside out go sit at the VA go find your local Veteran Affairs Medical Center and sit in there you ain't even got to talk to nobody just sit and be observant. And if you don't come out of there with a totally different attitude and realize the the importance of veterans and also realize what they go through or have been through, yeah, something's off with you. You're off. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm really not. I'm not trying to be. But yeah, the, 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 this uh, traumatic brain injury Man, if you know someone that you may be thinking to yourself, yeah, he may be. Yeah, these are some of the symptoms you, you need to look out for. Um, they're saying their irritability, anger, depression, insomnia, anxiety, PTSD. There's that PTSD again. Now, they're saying so much about traumatic brain injury. They're saying 185,000 vets have been diagnosed with at least one of these symptoms of TBI. Like I said, it's a, it's a common, de- it's defined as a common deployment related injury for those service members deployed to Iraq or Afghanistan that have experienced shocks from explosions or injuries from assaults that be RPGs or whatever. Now, the tr- uh, TBI causes the brain to temporarily be impaired or altered. Doesn't have an outward physical appearance so that's why it's called the invisible wound. So it's in your mind. Your, your mind is processing, still trying to process. So your mind may, may be trying to get rid of what it once saw or lived through for however many years or months during that deployment. And it's trying to, 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 to kick back into what's normal, but it has experienced so much trauma and stress. It can't. That's TBI. Now, also some of the, the symptoms are uh, cognitive sy- symptoms, changes to your memory, trouble concentrating. You have emotional symptoms, irritability, anger, depression, insomnia, physical, 
headaches, vomiting, nausea, seizure, seizures, or weakness in your limbs. If you're of the mindset that, you know, hey, um, I really don't know what to do. If you have that family member that that you believe wholeheartedly that may be experiencing this or may be experiencing PTSD or maybe has depression or may have traumatic brain injury. Like I said, they call it the invisible wound because it's your brain trying to reprogram itself after all the chaos. If you're saying, I I don't know. um, Hey, man, reach out to the VA. Reach out. They just don't. I mean, hey, they, they often they always say it doesn't necessarily you don't have to be a veteran to reach out and call and tell them if you know a veteran that is in need of help reach out it, it, i mean hey it can't hurt reach out uh, you may have a problem with trying to get that that uh former ser- service member or maybe even the current service member uh, get them to take the help because there's also uh i read an article about those that are still serving they're having to deal with this also with them. The depression, the PTSD, the, the traumatic brain injury. It isn't just for veterans. It's being dealt with with those that are serving. Now, the problem is they're, they're trying to treat them now while they're in the military or they're still an active duty personnel. What happens when they're when they are discharged? It's very hard to continue to help. Either that veteran wanders away. I don't want to say wander away, but that veteran may refuse to get help or the funding isn't there. Goes back to those politicians and those political promises and all that hoorah, rah, rah, and all that nonsense. All that money they pledged. Where's the money? Need it now. Just do. So, the, the problem of, of those that are active duty and when they are discharged and still receiving the, the help, that's another problem. That's another problem. We've got to do better as America. Got to do better as American citizens. Stop this nonsense of when these people, male and female, when they go to war or they return, oh, she never went over there. I've heard that also. Who are you to tell someone what they should should or shouldn't have done and you're reaping the benefits of their sacrifices? Simpleton. Arrogant, simple-minded, thimble-brain. I've heard that. Maybe they should have sent you. Maybe you could have got it done, huh? Probably not. We all know that. (laughs) We all know that. You're just a couch potato. You're just going to sit on the couch and, and offer your insights and commentary. Yeah, whatever. But like I said, we're, we're going to have to take a more pra- proactive stand here, stance here, as, as, especially now with those those men and women returning from uh, from from Afghanistan and Iraq. And I keep saying men and women because we all know women are now put in combative situations. I would really like to see the numbers for the females also. They're going to need help. They're returning home to their family, their husbands and and kids. It's not just the men returning home to their wives and kids. It's some women returning home to their husband and kids. They have to deal with what they went through and been through on a continuous basis. 
can't turn it. We can no longer turn a blind eye. We really shouldn't turn a blind eye. We should have never turned a blind eye to those that sacrifice so much for this country and for your liberties, for, your, for the things that you enjoy and, and really don't think about. Like I always tell people, uh, my humbling comes from the military. I mean, hey, it just does. You, 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 I can't fathom or I couldn't fathom at the time at 18 coming out of high school what uh, real the real struggles were of the world until I got in the military and, and I was able to go. I even saw it here in the United States, but I was able to go overseas and I experienced real poverty, real crime, real stress, real hunger. That's a humbling experience for you as a human being. It really is. It just is. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's where my humbling comes from. That's why a lot of times when people ask me questions or say certain things about certain, certain situations, I'm looking at them like, uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. But that ain't, a, that ain't even the tip of the iceberg of bad. It just ain't. So if you know a veteran, thank them. Ask them about their mental. Talk to them for a while. Rap to them. Get them help. Like I said, the VA, you don't have to be a veteran to contact the VA. You, you, you just don't. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, this is Stephen Carnegie. And thank you for listening. Happy Veterans Day. This is Just a Thought. Amen.